we will continue with the term canon formation before the 19th century literary canon regarded literature as an all inclusive term referring to philosophy letters history essays and poems for example there were objections to include the new form called novel which emerged during this phase when schools and universities were opened in large numbers it was the anglican church that exercised its ideological influence especially with regard to the categorization of disciplines and formation of university curriculum disciplines like literature and arts were introduced at a second stage as part of a nationalizing mission during this phase only those writers who would serve to emancipate the public from the notions and habits which are peculiar to one's own age became part of literary canon in other words literature was used primarily as an educational tool in nationalism oxford and cambridge became the two centers that established chairs in english and soon english studies emerged as a discipline of literature in the early 20th century With the Cambridge critics like Richards, Emerson and Lewis, the foundations of English canon were laid in England. Besides them, the influential T.S. Eliot stressed the idea of tradition and battled for the cleric. However, it was not objectively and neutrally that the canon was formed. For example, the metaphysical poets whom students throughout the globe study at present as part of UG and PG programs in English were not considered as major writers of the 17th century until T.S. Eliot resuscitated them in the 20th century in his essay Metaphysical Poets. Moreover, one may notice Virginia Woolf did the continual absence of women in any authentic literary history similarly there were the absences of people with differences racial difference sexual geographical etc in other words the blacks the homosexuals and even writers from the provinces especially women were excluded when the literary canon was formed afrabens urunoko which could have been one of the beginnings of the novel did not get any place in the syllabi of the universities because she did not satisfy these conditions moreover writers like george eliot charlotte bronte emily bronte and annie bronte all these writers took male pseudonyms and thus gained place in literary canon the canon is not a static thing it is continually revised reformed and rewritten for instance in erstwhile british colonies like india and pakistan shakespeare was the major author who formed almost one third of the pg curriculum in the 1950s with the emergence of contemporary theories shakespeare has been decentered for including like indian writing in english regional writings in translation and other englishes such as the australian canadian and caribbean english Peter Barry's beginning theory summarizes the basic assumptions of good literature according to the liberal humanists. As a term, liberal humanism refers to approaches to literature from Plato to new criticism and signifies an approach that is not politically radical and non-theoretical. The canon formation at this stage had a universalizing mission. In the heyday of European colonialism, especially in its British version, Many intellectuals were demanding the establishment of universal humanitarian value system. 
based on peter barry's analysis good literature is of timeless significance as dr samuel johnson noted of shakespeare nothing can please many and please long but just representations of general nature conversely the statement implies two things first good literature is immortal and it gives the right representation of human nature however the immortalization of literature was not a natural process but one that involved a selection based on certain principles shakespeare milton and fielding to name a few became the poster boys of british literature and were declared classical authors now we'll move to literatures in english during the colonial period the british in colonies spread english as the language of knowledge and science tb mccollis in famous 1835 minute on indian education says we must at present do our best to form a class who may be interpreters between us and the millions whom we govern a class of persons indian in blood and color but english in taste and in opinions in morals and in intellect so their selfish motive drove them to introduce english everywhere however the people of the various colonies appropriated english in such a way that literatures in english arose there as a medium of protest and resistance a caribbean caliban says in the tempest you taught me language and my profit on it is i know how to curse in post colonial context there emerge multiple literatures in english american australian canadian caribbean african and indian besides british literature language and literature studies now include all these literatures as the syllabi of various universities are framed the first three refer to the writings of settlers of the colonies along with that of the natives who were forcibly taught the language by the masters in the caribbean african and indian context literature in english referred to various writings by both the people of the colonies in the past and the post colonial diaspora in the present